from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 254, Gunship Thunder Punch, book two. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Brian. That's easy to remember. That is very easy to remember. <laughs> We're going to confuse people. Use <laughs> your plosive, plosives, Brian. Right, right. You got to just don't spit on the mic, that's all. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Um, so welcome back, everyone. Yes, since Brian is actually a host as of the last time we had him on, uh, he just gets to introduce himself now. So that's, you know. It's less special. It is less special. And, and yet more special. That's true. <laughs> a little bit. There's a, there's a little give and take that has to happen. I, I, there, I think so. it's bittersweet is, yes. is what the, the yes. word. Yes. Um, so how have you been? You've uh, you've had quite the adventure this year. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Did we want to start at the beginning of the, of, of, the, of the drama? Yeah, go for it. Say I lost three months of my life between the end of 20, 2020 and twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. So, so I started out. It started out, you know. Um, well, well, there was twenty twenty. There was the whole year, right? Uh, but it was so bad that for me. Year. <laughs> yeah, we all we all just we're all in the same boat there. And so then uh, uh, around Thanksgiving, I got put in. You know, we we had to quarantine because my mom got COVID, and it's like okay. So we were two weeks there. My, trying to do the the remote learning with my son and everything, we're all cooped up. And then uh, in in um, December, I got a, a concussion, okay. and um, that took me about two weeks to get over. It. And then Christmas happened, so there's a whole month gone. And then I was lifting weights and hurt my back in January, and took me about two weeks to get over. And then I started really building some steam. I was like, oh, I got to get Thunder Punch ready. I'm doing stuff. And then I caught the Rona. Got me. <laughs> So I woke up. The funny thing was like I, I, I was exercising like on Saturday morning and I had a busy day, like just physically. And I yeah. uh, put my son to bed and he has bunk beds and like he won't go to sleep unless one of us is laying on the bottom bunk and he's up top. And so I was laying there and, and I fell asleep. And about midnight I woke up. and I just didn't feel right. And I'm like, 
man, what is this feeling? I had not had a fever in so long. I kind of forgot what it felt like. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, crap. So I get the thermometer, and it was like 100.4. I was like, man. And so I, I, a couple of days later, I got tested, and, and um, you know, I had it. And so, of course, my wife had an M son. I had to stay home with it. Again, we're all in the house. Yeah. And But at first, it was like I had a slight fever, and I was like, if this is it, I'm doing okay. Yeah. And then two days later, my fever shot up to like 102, and I couldn't shake it for a week and a half. And I was just like, I was miserable. I remember seeing like the occasional post from you about how miserable you were. And I was like, oh, damn. And I knew about the concussion. I did not know about the back situation yeah. there for yeah. you. Yeah, that was January. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't sit at the desk and draw. Like I, I would sit for like an hour, 45 wow. minutes. And I just got so uncomfortable. I couldn't like it was just, it was, you know. So, um, so yeah, then my wife got it at the same time. But hers was just like a cold. She was, you know, it's eh, all right. <laughs> like, of course, I work out all the time. Yeah. And then I'm the one that gets nailed with it. And um and it was just in the middle of all that, like we had a, an ice storm and lost power. So I'm like shivering from the fever and we don't have heat. <laughs> and, and then um, when I finally started getting over it, it took me another month. Like I think last week's the first week where I went for a run and I actually made the complete run. Like my lungs oh, finally came back. So. That's good. So here I am. And then I went right into an Indiegogo campaign. Like <laughs> hey, there's no rest for the wicked. <laughs> no. no. I, I, underst- I understand the feeling because I, um, y- you know, I I think I mentioned it on a Patreon episode the, uh, that I had released uh, maybe a couple months ago. I said um, that I, you know, I work a full-time job. And uh, then on top of that, I was trying to move up in a position. And then I just like, yeah, I'm going to do a, a, my own comic this year. Sure, I'll do the comic. Plus, I, I'm going to have... And then, like I said, I applied for a new position on top of it. And in the interview, they're like, so how have things been for you? I go, a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Yeah. Like, there's some days where I get done with work and I get done with everything else and I just collapse. And I'm sure yeah. with everything you went through, which was ten times what I went through... Um, I'm sure there was many days where you just physically did collapse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was. A, you know, I, I spent a good, you know, two weeks just laying in bed and waking yeah. up at three in the morning to eat a pop tart I couldn't taste. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's uh, Chuck had uh, COVID also. Um, I don't know if he wants me revealing that, but I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, <laughs> but Spoiler. he had it. But all he all he had was the loss of taste and smell. That was it. Yeah, yeah. He he, he quarantined himself, but he was like it, he was driving him crazy because he just stayed away from, you know, his fiance and, and everything else, just kept himself away for two weeks. But he's like, I'm going stir crazy because I can't, I feel fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's one I, thing I when you're sick in bed, but you're actually sick like you yeah. were, but it's another thing when it's like, I feel fine, but I'm not allowed to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. But there's just no easy way out of that. Although I would rather have been bored than. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Then what you went through. Yeah. I yeah. Don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I went and got my first vaccine, uh, and I don't know if you're planning to or not, but I will warn you from what I've heard from people that I know that went that had COVID and went and got it is that the vaccine tends to knock them on their ass for another day. So, you um, know, I, I'm just like, I, I still got antibodies right now. I'm going to ride that out for a little yeah, bit because I yeah. just want to feel good for a while. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That's why I wanted to warn you ahead of time. I didn't know if you, I'm sure you'd heard the same thing, but I just wanted to pass that yeah, along. I've, and I've heard it depends on which one. My wife is actually, because she works at a university, she's going to get, they can get the like the one and done shot. They don't have to get the, the, the multiple oh, the, shots. The Johnson Johnson one. Yeah, Johnson Johnson one. So she's actually going tomorrow, and I'm like, I would okay. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with what I got right now. I'm yeah, good. I would stick with what you have, too, because, like I said, I've known two people that have gotten, went to go get the shot, and they were sick as a dog for, like, two days afterwards. Uh-huh. Now, they felt fine after those two days. They right. felt 100% yeah. after those two days, but they felt sick as a dog, but they had COVID, and they were like, yeah, I think it just hit me harder. Uh-huh. Um, my wife and I went and got our first vaccine a week ago, a um, week and a half ago now, um, and... We went to Wolstein Center, which is in Cleveland, Ohio, and it, we referred, We kept hearing from everyone, like, it's such an amazing experience there. They make it so easy. They're super friendly. And we were thinking, every, like, everybody likes to complain, as you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, that can't be possible that, the, that there's nobody complaining about going there. Like, it just can't be. Like, what are they injecting these people with? Are they drinking Kool-Aid before they leave? I just don't know what's going on. But we went there, and it was exactly like everyone was explaining it. It was We started referring to it as the Disney World of vaccination places. <laughs> like, can I just stay here an extra 30 minutes? Right. Like, they, they, everyone was super friendly. They guided you where you needed to go. They were efficient. They were nice. Like, they made you feel like you were doing them a favor by coming there. <laughs> Like, it was ridiculous and didn't even feel the shot at all. And I'm not good with needles. So the fact that I didn't even feel it was, Uh like, amazing. Um, And then that night, I had a little bit of a sore arm. But then, like, later that night, I I didn't go to bed till like, 1 in the morning. I was just not tired. And uh, then I finally went to go lay down. And then I had chills and had a slight headache. And then I woke up the next morning, and I felt totally fine other than some ups and downs of energy. Like, I would... So I don't know how the sec we're going in another week and a half. We go for the second one. I don't know how I'm going to react after the second one, but I did take yeah. a couple of days off from work afterwards. Cause I was like, even if it just ruins my weekend, I want to have a couple of days off of actually having a weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, blame you. Yeah. So I did that, but, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm going to let everybody else go first. Y'all, yeah. y'all go first. And then I'll, I'll... <laughs> I'm just waiting for what, what my superpower is going to be. That's all yeah. I'm doing. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> zombie. And I'll be, uh, I'll put you out of your misery. That's fine. If I'm a zombie, I want you to put me on my mystery. All right. Deal. I'll, then I won't feel bad. No, don't feel bad at all. That's not an existence I want to have. Um, th- there's a list of things that if they happen to me, you just put me on my mystery. <laughs> I don't want extra limbs, a uh, second head. Um, Two heads. So you got an arm coming out of your head. I don't want my ass sealed shut. Like, <laughs> That's like number one on the list. Right, right. right. That's number two is zombie. Right. I was gonna say that's that's before zombie. <laughs> like, oh, we're sorry. Uh, you wake up and you get the shot and go back the next time. Like, we're sorry, but uh, it's over. Right. We saw your list. Your do not resuscitate uh, list. Right. Uh, yeah. This this was the number old, one on your list. The old yellow list. Right. <laughs> All right, so so like as you had said, you decided, hey, we're gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do another campaign now that I'm feeling almost better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, so I do want to mention also because obviously I've been doing a lot of episodes where it's like, hey, this person's got this project. The thing is, like, this is the perfect environment right now to be doing a project for yourself, like something you always wanted to do. Um, I know you've done this several times. Yeah. Um, but I just want to let people know, like, I don't bring people on here to talk about stuff that they're working on just because like Brian didn't even ask me to come on. I reached out to him and said, Hey, do you want to come on and talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's how it happens every time. Like I see a project that I'm excited about that I like that I'm interested in. And I reach out to the person and ask them to come on. Um, 
I, I don't think I've ever had anyone reach out to me and say, hey, can I come on? I think it's always been, hey, do you want to come on? Because I'd like to talk to you about it. So uh, it's no different here for you. So I loved, I, and I'm not saying this because you're on the show. I think I even told you off the air uh, when I read it. Uh, yeah. I loved Gunship Thunder Punch 1. Uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I couldn't put it down. Uh, and I think I've read it like at least twice so far. Um, so, uh, and it's the best way I describe it is like for somebody that has no idea and you're welcome to describe it any way you want. But, uh, the best way I can describe it to people is that like, if you're a fan of like some type of cross between transformers, Robotech, and just, I don't know, like, Maybe even maybe even a little bit of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> maybe, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, throw all that in together, and you would really anyone that likes those types of things is going to love this. So, yeah, well, that, that's kind of lead up. I mean, like like most people that listen, I'm an '80s kid, so yeah. uh, this is this is kind of my my love song to to the '80s uh, 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 cartoon adventure Saturday morning adventure thing yeah. that you grew up with. So. Yeah, it's got that awesome feel to it too, of like that serial type thing, mm-hmm. like where it's just like you're going to go on a on a grand adventure, and uh, um, it, it it yeah, like I said, it was really cool. Like it's it's weird because it's like it's it's a contained nice small contained story in this really vast big universe. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I originally said it was a trilogy, and it, it may keep going. I mean, I have other story ideas. So I'm trying to do this first three books as like the origin story arc. And okay. then there's other places I can go after. So gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I like doing it. So yeah. I'm going to keep doing it as long well, as people will, will keep enjoying it. Yeah. So. Well, and that you actually answered one of my questions. I was going to ask you because I, I knew that you were originally talking about having it be three books. But I was like, are you going to leave it open where you can even do more if if the demand yeah. is there? So. Yeah, I mean, I already have the ending to book three. I know, I know where it ends. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's set up to you know pick up later. Um, cool. If if people, so what, my my plan for the campaign is I'm on book two now, and then I'm trying to get it done. I want to be a, a launching or on the cusp of launching book three at the end of the year. I'm trying okay. to get them both done, and then I'm going to do a collected edition of all three books. I'd love to do a hardcover, uh, but yeah, we'll I- see. I would love you to do a hardcover too. I'm as most listeners of the show know, I am a huge fan of hard, hardcover collected editions. So I will, uh, be first in line if I can be for that. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, uh, that's what I'm looking into. I mean, I know it can be done. Um, yeah. and shipping, shipping on that is not bad. Um, if you, if you do it right, but yeah. international will, will destroy, destroy me. Yes. Actually, it won't destroy me. It'll, de- it'll destroy, uh, people paying for shipping. They just won't get the book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my biggest, my biggest revelation shipping Thunder Punch was when people ordered two books. And, and to ship, I, I think I lost a dollar sixty on every international thing. Cause I was charging twenty five bucks. And it was always like twenty six fifty or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. And then I, I put the second book on there, and it shot up to like forty three dollars. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I didn't even. Oh, I, I think I added like an extra, you know, five dollars if they bought uh, bought the other book. I'm like, well, I know now. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's something I learned too, because I only had two UK people and one Canada person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was like, I think I charged like 15 bucks for international cause I had no idea. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, Oh, it's 20 some dollars. I was like, thank God all the U S people ended up being less than what I was thinking. It was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Australia is the worst. 
Okay. They, they are the most expensive place I had to ship to. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're not saying Australian people are the worst. The, no, the, the no. shipping Australian, is the worst. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I'll tell you, let me tell you what the worst is now. And I don't know if you've shipped anything international. No, I guess you said you had two UK yeah. people. Yeah. 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 So th- this was my little rant I did on my, my live stream. So I, we, uh, I did a, um, a second chance Kickstarter for, uh, book one. Yeah. And my wife was in there shipping that and, um, like stamps.com or whatever. And she was shipped one to, uh, the UK and this thing popped up and she goes, honey, you need to look at this. And I said, okay, starting 2021, I, Brian Shearer, an American have to register with her majesty's government and get and pay tax to her to ship to her. Oh, wow. Did we not fight a literal war over that? <laughs> I believe there was a whole tax, <laughs> taxation without representation I, I going on. I believe there was a whole thing where I'm not part of your... So apparently this thing is, has to do with Brexit or something. I, I haven't gotten the yeah. full thing. But it's like, wait, why am I paying this? It's like, well, our citizens used to pay this when they pick things up. I'm like, okay. Yeah. How <laughs> is this my problem? Oh, there's crazy stuff with Brexit because with the company I work for they we have people over in the UK that handle our UK side but in Ireland of course broke away with Brexit and everything else right and now when we send something from there to to Ireland like they have to pay like these duties yeah when they receive the items so we don't charge them for like the VAT tax or whatever it is yeah now. the VAT tax is what I gotta I gotta get I, I have to pay yeah yeah so no, it's wonderful it's, it, yeah it's like <laughs> it was already like 20 bucks to ship over there right you know, so it's like, okay, well, I'm just, I guess I'm just going to build, do I build that into the next campaign so they're right. paying it anyway? I don't know. What it's crazy. Do. Business. It's the business end of stuff that if, if you, anybody out there wants to do a book, this is what, and you just want to be the guy that sits there and draws all day. Yeah. Nah, this, this is what you have to deal with. Right. Well, and I, I had a couple people that have told me like stuff that they, want to do and i'm like go for it you know you you do it just go into it being prepared for some of these things that are not the fun part of it <laughs> yeah yeah learn learn to learn to love uh the the joy of checking off a to-do box you know yes, <laughs> yes. That, just just enjoy that little dopamine hit when you go got that done yep oh yeah oh god i've learned that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, all those backers are gone. Okay, we're done with that one now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so um, give us uh, – I know we've had you on before to talk about uh, Gunship. Uh, give us, like, the elevator pitch for those that might be a new listener that don't really know what it's a, what it's about. I know I said what it's kind of like, but what is actual Gunship yeah. itself? So uh, Martians kidnap um, this woman's son, and her only hope to save him is a convict – a hillbilly and an old transforming gunship that was abandoned for 30 years. So she takes off on her adventure to get her son back from Martians. And, uh, that, that, that's kind of the, the quick rundown mm-hmm. and things go wrong from the beginning. So, yes, they do. uh, that, that's, yeah. And then, um, and then they go more wrong. So that as, as a good story should. Yes. I so, feel like I'm not, and, and obviously there's no need to reveal any of this, but like, where things are going, I feel like by the end of the shoot, they're going to have a whole armada coming after them because <laughs> um, people are not happy about what's going on. <laughs> right, right. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not going to say. All I'm going to say is you can look at the campaign and decide for yourself on the preview images. Right, right, right. Um, so one thing that you're doing with this so is for book two. Uh, mm-hmm. People can get book one as well. Uh, yep, they yep. can hop on board get, yeah. get books one and two. So, uh, so there's no problem with that there. Um, 
And I saw with this too that you, <laughs> I loved this because I actually didn't know the term. And then when I found out what it was, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. You're going to have a synth wave album. Yes, uh, me and a friend of mine are co-producing a, an, an original synthwave album that's uh, based, uh, inspired by Gunship Thunderpunch. So, so people that yeah. don't know what synthwave is, because I didn't know the term, but then once I, I actually went and looked up some music so that I would be prepared when I would talk with you about this. Yeah. I mean, the best, ex- that, it might not be a, an example of it, but the, the first thing that popped in my head when I listened to some synthwave was the Axel F song from yes, Beverly Hills Cop. Kind of, that would be kind of synthwave. Yeah. Yeah, it's that 80s retro heavy synth. Uh, you know, with some lead guitar over it. Um, you can, you go on YouTube and you can type, just type in like synthwave mix and there are hours worth of just synthwave stuff yes. you can just listen to. Yes, there are um, because I did that today actually. Yeah. I, like I said, I looked, I wanted to look it up. I was like, what is this synthwave thing? And I did and I was like, oh, these are my people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes it's called retro wave, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah. different, different words for it. But so, so we're kind of doing the soundtrack and we're going to have a, uh, um, my, my friend Jason, who's, who's doing the album with me, he's like, we, we need to write a, uh, like one of those cheesy 80 power ballads, like, you know, you've got the touch for <laughs> yeah. Transformers. Like, oh yeah, we're doing that. So it's going to have, it's going to have at least one of those songs on it. I'm going to tell you right now, and, and I'm sure this was the intention behind it, is that once I have that, I am going to be rereading book one and book, and then I'll read book two while oh, yeah. listening to that. Yeah, yeah, put that on while you read. Yeah, for sure. And um, and um, one of the stretch goals, the the if we get to seventy five thousand, I'm going to uh, do a animated music video for one of them. Nice. Because I'm a because I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, you've been getting pretty handy with some of the animated stuff, so I mean, it, I'm working on it. I, yeah. I did uh, in the trailer. There is a um, you know at the beginning of it some animated stuff. So a lot of it's kind of you know, almost like proof of concept. Like, hey, it could be a cartoon. Yeah. It could be this, so it totally could be, um, and I, and that became more of a realization to me when I saw some of the stuff that you've done. So I was like, oh yeah, that, I would watch this. <laughs> um, so uh, you're already. So I know you talked about like, oh, if we reach this goal, this is what we're going to do. And uh, you're at, you're over ten thousand right now uh, yeah. as of us recording, and you've got twenty five days left. And probably I'm going to be trying my darndest to get this out. The day after we record, so there should only be twenty. There should still be twenty-four days left by the time this comes mm-hmm. out. Um, so definitely get behind this. Um, you got some awesome uh, rewards. Uh, so uh, you are having a, another fellow host and friend of the show, uh, Robert Atkins, is going to do a variant cover for you. Yes, so, um, yes, he is. Yep. So and um, we got uh, a couple. Um, my friend Elliot Fernandez is. He's already drawn a. Um, uh, a trading card because we just unlocked the trading card thing. So yeah, get a little you know bio file card on the uh, on the characters. So every book's going to come with a trading card now. Yeah, and um, yeah, you got some original art available from actual uh, Thunder Punch, and which is pretty awesome. Uh, and then I saw there's prints available. Uh, there's other merchandise. So is that a T-shirt I saw? Yeah, there's a T-shirt, keychains, yeah. patches. You know, the, all that little goody stuff. Yeah. Um, so and, and I have to say this too because I don't I, I can't remember the last time I backed an Indiegogo thing, but um, because I don't remember it's been about a year and I don't remember what the checkout page looks like. 
Mm-hmm. But people, several people kept saying they, they kept missing the add-ons at checkout. Cause you can add, I've got thing you can add on like an extra book or yes. the other cover or stuff. And multiple people, like I was on a live stream, I was missioning it and they're like, oh, I already checked out. I didn't even see that. So I don't know how, what, why people are missing. Just so that last page. Just, t- just take a breath and yeah, say, take a quick look. That? Don't just click through it, yeah, because uh, I will say I I noticed it, but it is easy to click right through it because you okay. think you think it's an advertisement or something like that. Oh, first. oh okay. So like, because you get that like if you've ever done stuff, if people have ever done stuff like through Shutterfly or something like that, yeah, like, you can get some cool stuff, but then. They go, well, do you also want a mug? Do you also want a keychain? Do you also want, the, like, so, <laughs> right. like they ask you, like, eight okay. different things. So you just start learning to click through those pages. That's and I think, what it is. Then. I think we're, that's we're, what's We're programmed. Causing. We're yeah. programmed to, to get through the ads. Yeah, that must be yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, but it is there. Uh, I can speak from experience and everything. But, um, and then uh, speaking of add-ons, uh, people can get your art books that you've had as well. Yes, that's right. I've got you can add on the volume one, volume two. Um, both are well, first one's 116, and the second one's 120 pages. The second one was actually the Kickstarter right before this. I'm fulfilling that right now. So okay, um, and they both come with sketches in the back. Yep, and I I have my the first volume right here. I was actually looking through it also today because I was <laughs> bored at work. And I had it right on the ground. I was like, oh, I'm going to look through this. Uh, and I I never read this in there uh, the first time I looked through it, but your story with Todd Bridges. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That was fun. That was a, I, I guess I have to tell the story now. So yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. Because it's so just, I, it's I was funny at and... as what it is, is, is the part that's cracked me up about it. So, so we're, we're, uh, I'm at a hotel, uh, hotel in Knoxville for a show. And it was actually, I'm pretty sure, because um, Gary Coleman was there. It was, and it, I think this might have been the last thing he did before he died. Okay. Because uh, I remember seeing him at that show, and he was not looking well. And shortly after that, he he passed away. So, but I'm on like you know, but my my room's on like the I don't know eighth floor or something. And I get on the elevator, and it's just me. And we stop like one floor down. We me stop mm-hmm. one floor down. Door opens. Get this guy gets on wearing a backpack. And it's like, oh, it's Todd Bridges because he's, he's at the show. Yeah. The door closes. It's just me and me and me and Willis just <laughs> standing in the elevator looking up. And he goes. And this, this backpack's getting heavy, or I'm getting old. And I just said, probably both. And then the door opened, and he walked out, the door closed, and that's my Todd Bridges story. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole thing was I go, I just read, and that's my Todd Bridges story. And I'm like, <laughs> all right then. <laughs> that, that was it, because I missed an opportunity to say what you're talking about, Todd Bridges. Of course. <laughs> but, but I didn't. I, I, I refrained. You would, and and with what he said, it would have been a perfect opportunity to say that. So I know, I know, and I, I watched it. <laughs> I didn't want to be that guy, you know. I didn't, I didn't want to be that guy. So yeah. I mean, I've got all my all my celebrity stories or something stupid like that, <laughs> except for Lou Ferrigno. But I don't, you know, you start talking. If I tell my ultimate Lou Ferrigno story, I think it would it would be libel for slander, <laughs> even though it's one hundred percent true. <laughs> So I'll save that for the beers after the show. With that the sounds good. Yeah. At Baltimore con, <laughs> yeah. uh, when we do that again. Um, yeah, well that's like my, I've, I, I don't think I've ever told the, the story, but it's very brief, much like your Todd Bridges, one of me meeting Stan Lee. Like my wife and I were going to London for our 10 year wedding anniversary. There was a whole issue with our connecting flight. We were going to have to get our bags off the plane or off the baggage carriage thing to figure out what flight we, we could get on. Uh, because stuff got screwed up. Uh-huh. 
So while we're at the baggage area, here comes Stan Lee walking by with his entourage. And I just go, Stan? And he turns to me, and I just shook his hand. I was like, I just wanted to thank you for everything you've ever done. I'm a huge comic fan. And he goes, oh, thank you. And he, and he's like, I can't stay. And I was like, no, I understand. Go ahead. And uh, and then my wife turns to me, and she goes, is that someone you work with? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I wish. And then I told her who it was. And she's like, oh, my God, I wish we had our camera. And my wife to this day is convinced that the whole reason we got stopped and had all these problems was the universe was trying to make sure I met Stanley. <laughs> and he, did he, he didn't even say Excelsior, did he? He did not say Excelsior, oh. no. But, but he did shake my hand and I heard that he's, he's not one to do that too often. So, okay. Um, so that, that was because you caught him by surprise. Oh yeah. He's yeah. Like, where's my, where's my bags? Where's my bags? <laughs> <Where's my> bags? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. And obviously in like, and I, prepared to grab things. And because, so. yeah, because of how weird of a situation it was, too, I always questioned, like, was that actually Stan Lee? But Stan Lee's a very recognizable guy. Yeah, I can even confuse Stan Lee. <laughs> and like I said, he had people with him that were, like, moving him along, so it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and in my in my art book here, I got I had you draw uh, uh, Hal Jordan, which was an awesome piece, I think. Think book two. I had you draw Flash, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I think I went for okay. Brave and the Bold thing. So okay, um, but who knows? Who uh, I, I, I'm still looking. I'm still working through all those. I got a huge stack here of the, oh, of the sure. random ones I've done. I'm sure. And now I've got it. Now I've got to get to the the, the requests. Yeah, my my favorite still is the unicorn in the tank with the oh, ma- yeah, yeah. magic time suckers. That's still my favorite thing in this I'll, whole book. I'll put that on a T-shirt. You can you can buy that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've got a whole story in my head of w- what could be done with that. So, hey, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk sometime in the yeah, future. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like I said, a lot of lot of time on this one. Uh, very excited. Like I said, anyone that uh, if if you're a fan of things like Robotech, Transformers, all that type of stuff. Like I said, if you're just a fan of the '80s, there's a reason you're listening to this show. Uh, uh, and it's, I will say, also it's extremely reasonably priced. Uh, especially for a self-published uh, book, because it's it's nice quality too that you got. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the, my printer does good work. Yeah, so um, so beautiful artwork and everything else. Um, so please go out, uh, check it out, back it. There will be a link in the descript- show description uh, so that uh, people can go right to it. Uh, I'll have it. I know I posted it at least once on the Star Joe's fan page and group page, but when I post this episode, I'll make sure to post it again so people can see it. Um, you have like a referral thing too, which I am not going to, oh, yeah. I am not going to cheat and take advantage of my show by doing that. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but yes, uh, you want to tell people what the deal is with that? Yeah. So when you're logged into Indiegogo, uh, and I, I hear it only works from a, if you're on your actual computer, not from your phone, but, um, you get, and you, you post the link while you're logged in. You get a little, if you ever notice when you're on Indiegogo, anytime you view something, there's a little extra number up there. That's your user ID. And so when you post your link anywhere, Indiegogo knows, oh, this came from Ryan's link. And so it tells me how many people have visited and pledged based on your link. So the top three people that have the most referrers will get original art and some other things. So kind of doing a little referral contest. So the more you share, I can see the names jockeying up on the list too. So that's awesome. So yeah, like, and and all you gotta do is share it. Just that's it. to yeah. share it. So, um, and kind of spinning into that as far as like, obviously, you, you, things are off to a good start for you. I hope it continues throughout the whole campaign. 
Um, but you like your YouTube channel has been growing too. Like you had a nice, yeah. you have a nice following going on there for yourself too. Yeah, I think I just hit twelve thousand. Yeah. I think. yeah. So I'm usually on there. I mean, I've learned a lot about YouTube and how frustrating and 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> all the behind the scenes stuff that goes on. Um, just at, from from people that I know that have channels and and um, but you know I do a lot of live streaming on there. Like I'm usually on about ten in the morning and I'll just chat with people and yeah. and, then, and again in the afternoon. But it's, I think that the algorithm doesn't really know what to do with my channel because it's like <laughs> you'll have. I'll have this thing and then that thing. And, and it, the, if anybody out there wants to start a YouTube channel, short videos that are all this about a certain topic, the algorithm goes, Oh, I know what to do with this. Yeah. And after about two weeks, it'll start sharing it out. So I, I'm actually about to, I do a lot of, um, like tutorial stuff with Clip Studio and art tutorials. And, and but because I do the live stream and that, and sometimes I'll just have somebody else on and, I think it kind of like like the, the subscribers are going up, but the algorithm's like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> so uh, I think I'm going to take all my tutorials and start like putting them on a different channel, see if I can trick it into sharing it out. But at, at this point, I've, I've had this channel for 10 years, so I'm just like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know for like for me, the my biggest problem of not being able to grow is my own fault. It's that I'm just not consistently putting stuff out. Yeah. So like, I know you have to do that. So yeah, like that's... I mean, it's, more, it's work. It's, oh, it is. People don't understand how much work it is to just put videos up and just edit them down to where they're watchable. Right. Um, I mean, it, you can spend half the day or more just doing that. My, well, my thing is that I'm just trying to like put stuff visually cause I'm usually, I'm doing comic reviews usually. And it's, it's a matter of like, okay, I had people early on where I wasn't putting any artwork up or anything like that. And people were like, well, can you show us what some of the pages look like? And so I was like, well, that's a good idea. I didn't realize how much more work that was going to be added into it, but it still was a good suggestion. So I still do it. So, yeah, yeah. well, you know, it's a, it is a video platform. People right. Want, want to see the things, but they don't want to see it for too long. Right. You better cut away. Right. Cause you can't linger. Oh yeah. Well, and that, and then you get people that report you too, because I used uh, a Netflix trailer for, uh, um, what was it? The, uh, Cobra Kai. Because I was oh. I was covering the Cobra Kai comic, and so I talked about the show a little bit, and I took the audio out of it, and I only showed like ten seconds of it or something like that. But it, and it was the trailer too; it wasn't from the shows. Like yeah, that's public, what I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it was the public release trailer, and I got it. I got a little warning, but because I'm not monetized, because I'm not that at that level yet. They were like, hey, we just wanted to warn you, but nothing's going to be happening, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it, was, it was the copyright claim, not the strike. Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah, then, here, here's what I, here's what happened to me. So yeah. I mean, be careful if you use music because yeah. um, I I was using um, – I would have playing during my streams. I found some YouTube safe streaming stuff. Yeah. And it was. It was YouTube safe until BMI bought some of the songs uh, a year later. And retroactively, I started getting all these copyright claims, even though at the time it was legit. They will retroactively hit your channel. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say, I've only, I use this. I only use one in all my videos, and it's <laughs> it's free. Uh, but yeah, if they go back and change that, that's gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, my and then I found, and I don't know if it came from them or not. But when I I disputed the copyright claim, uh, I found out it was Netflix that actually was. <laughs> don't share our thing to promote our show. Right. What's wrong with you? <laughs> right. And they they I won my dispute though, which was the good oh. thing. 
Because I actually, Again, it, it, it's AI wars. Right. It's two computers arguing with oh, each other. Oh, I know, I know. But yeah, I, I basically said like I'm using fair use. I removed the audio. I was actually doing commentary on what I was showing, and I only showed about ten seconds of it. So that's completely within fair use. Uh, yeah. And uh, they they resolved it or whatever they call it. So <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's good times. It's crazy. Good times. Yeah. But yeah, so um, but yeah, I, I've I've never. Well, I think one time I got to watch you when you were actually live, but I, normally I can't watch it when you're live. But I will watch every once in a while when uh, once you're done, I, I will go and check out some videos and stuff like that. And it, uh, anyone out there, it's worth going and checking out. Like if you just if you like artwork, you like the you know uh, some of that behind the scenes type stuff and everything else, it's worth going and checking out. So. Do it. Go. Or if you just, or if you just like hearing Brian's musings of life and the universe and whatever. So, (laughs) why is the sky blue? (laughs) So, um, so we'll we'll circle back to Thunder Punch at the end here. Uh, But I wanted it now that you're a host. I mentioned this before we started. uh, Mm -hmm. You are subject to just talking about random things that are going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Um, So we're going right into China and. Well, it's topical for the show. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Not, not just, yeah, we're not getting into politics. We're not getting into... <laughs> um, Chinese printers. Um. <laughs> right. So um, so I did get to watch this today. Uh, I did watch the Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh, oh, okay. I'm not spoiling anything for anyone. I'm just going to say I enjoyed the hell out of it. It was a lot of fun. Um if 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 you're going there for like an intense drama and a heartwarming story, you're going to the wrong place. Produced by Hallmark. Right. If you're going if you're going there to watch giant creatures battle the crap out of each other, you will enjoy it immensely. Because <laughs> okay. that's all you're gonna get. So I've never been a big um, like I, I I've never really seen a lot of Godzilla, but okay. when I was sick, I did watch uh, Destroy All Monsters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was that was some 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 quality goofball entertainment. <laughs> yes. Well, I grew up uh, as as a kid. I grew up watching uh, Saturday morning cartoons, and after Saturday morning cartoons were over in the Cleveland area, we had a guy named Superhost. Okay. Uh, and if you ever look up pictures of Superhost, uh, he looks like he dresses like Superman. He's overweight. Um, he's got it was like Comic Con. Yes, yes, <laughs> and he's got a red nose. Uh, okay. like a clown. Um, so he, I'm, I was convinced even at a, a young age that he was drunk all the time. Um, but he would show, uh, after Saturday morning cartoons were over, he would show, uh, stuff like the Three Stooges. He would show, uh, Laurel and Hardy, the Little Rascals, and he would show classic monster movies, including Godzilla, including King Kong, but also like the giant ant movies and things like that. Them are is them, right? Yes, yeah. them. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good so point. so I grew up watching all of that stuff. So I, I I've watched probably every Godzilla movie there's been, um, at least at one point. I might not remember them now, but I know I watched all of them. Uh so I even watched the bad ones with like Gadzuki and all that stuff. So um, Yeah, yeah. Um I it's I I I I'm I'll probably see it eventually. Um, where, where is it? Where, where did you see it? Where is it? Um, so I, I watched, uh, uh, you're talking about the latest movie. Yeah. yeah. So I watched it on HBO max. Okay. Uh, a friend of mine has it and he let me use his account so I could see it. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that's how I watched it. I didn't, I'm uh, until I'm fully vaccinated. I'm not going to movie theaters. 
Uh, <laughs> I don't even think that. I don't even think any. I don't know that any are open around here. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the reason I brought it up though wasn't even to, to talk about Godzilla versus Kong, uh, but I wanted to throw out there like it's a good time. Um, is that the director of that is going to uh, do a Thundercats movie? Oh yeah, I did see that today. Yes. So uh, so the details are. Uh, let's see. Wants to do like a, a CG, CGI animation style hybrid. Okay. Which scares me a little bit. Now, I was just going to go. I was just like, oh, <laughs> oh, but, 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 okay. So is it going to end up being like cats? That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. No, I don't know. Cause I think I'm like, they should just do like a good, a really good animated one. That's Why what does everything have to be live action? That's what I was gonna say. Like I would, I would be all on board if it was like CG and animation. Like you're doing like something like like Aladdin, where you have the traditional animation, but you have like some of the CG effects in there and everything else. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't like the idea of it being. I am so afraid of it being cats. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, what, what has there been a movie? Like that, where they they've gone in. We're gonna make the CGI version, and it worked. No. There's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but <laughs> no, you no. know, there's always those directors that want to be like, I'm gonna be the first one. If I could pull it off, I'll right. make, I'll make billions. <laughs> right. Um, I love the article too. It says the series focuses on a group of cat-like humanoid aliens who live. It's like anyone. <laughs> well, that, you, you've already lost everybody. Right. I'm like anyone that is knows Thundercats would be reading this article already knows what Thundercats is about. <laughs> Love is when a man and a woman's pheromones engage in the... What are you talking about? Describe love with science. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm... I, I can't even say I'm cautiously optimistic with this one. <laughs> and I'm not... I'm never... You know, I'm honestly never optimistic. I just assume everything's going to suck, and then sometimes I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Surprised. That's probably a good way to go sometimes. <laughs> But like, I, like, there's things that have earned my optimism. Like, I'm looking forward to the Black Widow movie. I think it's going to be good because I have liked the character in the Marvel MCU movies, and I've liked pretty much all of the MCU movies. There's a couple of duds in there for me, but not many. Sure. Um, so I'm like, okay, I can go into that one optimistic. You know, yeah. that I, yeah. I will probably well, Marvel's like a, that. a safe bet. I mean, yeah. I enjoy the Marvel movies. Well, I'm rewatching most of them again because my son has gotten into them and. He, the funny thing is he's learning all these characters because of Fortnite. Oh, yeah. And so he, he'll say, oh, this is uh, um, so-and-so, and who is this? And I'm like, and so he's like, I want to watch Avengers. But he want, he, want, he he's skipping some movies. It's, it's kind of frustrating. We're trying to get him to watch them in order. And he's like, no, we're going to watch Avengers, and then I want to go to Infinity War. So well, there's Civil War. And like, no, no, no. And then, then he asks questions. Well, who is this? Like, you haven't seen Winter Soldier. You haven't right. seen Captain America. So. You have to see Civil War, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. What's going on. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that happens in between those movies. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when Marvel comes out with something, it's like, okay, it's probably going to be entertaining. Yeah. yeah. But then, and then DC comes out with stuff, and it's like, I don't give a crap. <laughs> I will say I did thoroughly enjoy the Snyder Cut. Did you? Um, I, yeah. I haven't. I I don't have that kind of commitment. Time. I I understand. <laughs> I figured since I'm watching it streaming, I can I could I did not take a pause, but I was like I could take a pause, and it's actually literally broken up into chapters. Like there's six oh, chapters, it? so you could okay. watch like a few a couple chapters and then come back to it later. Okay. Um, it makes a lot more sense uh, than what we got in the theater. In the um, uh, the Whedon cut. Yes, 
And it literally, and I'm not even exaggerating this, it literally feels like a different movie. Because even the scenes that you know from the Whedon cut that they did, like he did a different angled shot or something Uh like that. Like he took a different part of it. And even the scenes that you are familiar with, you can tell he cut it completely differently. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so it makes a lot more sense. Um, it's, it's obviously long. There's, there's parts that like, if this was, had actually gone to the theater, he was, he he was not going to do a four hour movie. It was going to be cut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But there's probably a good three hour movie in there. Like, um, cause there's some really, really cool scenes that I'm like, why did we not get this? Um, and there's not the weed and joking, jokiness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, so yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the original Justice League was like, okay, like I, I liked it and stuff like that, but I sign- liked this one significantly more. Um, yeah. I, 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 ever since Batman versus Superman, I kind of checked out. I get um, that. <laughs> I was just like, really? <laughs> That the only thing I really I think I remember the Martha what'd you say that name thing but I, mean, I remember just being I just didn't like the whole Superman's dark Batman's dark everything's yes. dark the, the screen is dark I can't see what's going on yeah and then and then I pushed the button on the side of my nice recliner and a waitress came and gave me another beer that was the best part of it <laughs> I was in a really nice theater that's nice <laughs> yeah surprisingly with this being Snyder it wasn't that dark okay um so that I think that was probably the biggest nice surprise was that he didn't make every character dark and gritty um. And there's an amazing scene with the Flash, like when you first get introduced to him, that has, that I is literally one of the scenes where I'm like, why was this cut? Like I sat there going, I don't even get why this was cut. This is an amazing scene. Yeah. Um. So. So now I'm gonna have to watch it. Now I need to. Now I'm gonna need to to bum off somebody's HBO man. Because <laughs> I don't I, have it. I I would I would give you mine, but mine's bummed from somebody else. Right. Too, right. So. You, once. you can't <laughs> right. you can't spread the spread the love around right. you know, right. too much because. Right. Some shenanigans. That's right. You get caught. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, like I said, I did really enjoy that. But, um, I'm the, going back to like what you can be optimistic about. I think one of the reasons I'm not optimistic about the Thundercats movie, as much as I would love it to be awesome, you know, of course everyone wants it to be, but I can't think of an 80s property that had a decent movie come out in recent times. <laughs> um, well, Bumblebee. This- Bumblebee, was, Bumblebee, yeah, but Bumblebee was like after so much. After a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you know, yeah. A lot of trial so, and error going on. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, you know. Um, the Turtles no. movies were, weren't were bad, but they weren't good. <laughs> well, you know, and they, but then you've got like Masters of the Universe, which is its own category of good, bad. Yeah. So I'm a, uh, I'm interested to see what they do with that, but it's again like Thundercats where I'm just like I I want it to be good, but I'm just not sure if we're gonna get good. You know I'm I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I will watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna get. Well, I don't know how if they're gonna get money or not. I don't know where I'll watch it, but <laughs> yeah. Well, it's I I think both things are through Netflix. Like one's a movie look. I think let me just thing. let me just say what every '80s kid is thinking right now. Are they going to be naked at the beginning and then inexplicably wear clothes later? <laughs> because that first little episode where it's like, wait a yeah. minute, why aren't they wearing any clothes? Why are right. they wearing clothes now? Yeah. And for anyone not, we're talking about Thundercats now. Thundercats, yes. <laughs> not He-Man. Yeah. Not He-Man. They <laughs> never wore clothes. <laughs> right. <laughs> he just wears a loincloth. That's all he has. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, future time. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'd like, 
like the only thing, like you said, Bumblebee was good, not movie wise, but still really good in the last 10 years, uh, was the Thundercats remake uh, of the cartoon. I thought that was done very well. Oh, um, the, which one was that? The... That was the like 2011, uh, where it was on, I want to say Cartoon Network or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, they did that with Master of the Universe too there for a while. They yes. had a, a updated version of that. Yes, that was, that, that was great. That was like early 2000. Yeah. Um, so if you can that believe was, it, man. that's almost 20 years ago. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> and that's like, you know, when we were kids, that's like, if we went back in time when we were kids in the 80s, that would have been like the 60s. Oh yeah. You know how... Yeah. Uh, Oh, it feels so long ago. Well, that's like I, I've seen the meme before, where it's like anytime someone says twenty years ago, I think they're talking about the nineteen eighties. Yeah, yeah. And it's like no, that's <laughs> almost forty years. Well, it really is forty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that doesn't make me feel good. No. So um, so going away from Thundercats, uh, the other topic I was kind of interested to hear your thoughts on, and uh, was was huge news, uh, especially for the comic industry, uh, Marvel. Pulling away from uh, Diamond and yeah. to Penguin uh, Random House. Yeah, take that, Diamond. <laughs> I know there's, there's not a lot of love for Diamond. I know. Well, I mean, um, Diamond. You know, if you're gonna, because I've I've tried to back twenty almost twenty years ago do an indie book, and Diamond is what killed it because oh. they they rejected it. Okay. And also, it cost so much money. Uh, it, the whole system was just. I heard it's rigged like crazy. It's so stupid. And they take like 60% of the cover price. Yeah. So it's like, why, you know, but the, the problem with this, the, the, cause I read the, some, an article about, uh, Marvel pulling on DC pulled out what last, not too long ago, like in the fall or something. Well, and that was the thing that was crazy too, was DC got so much flack for pulling away and Marvel's not getting the same flack. Well, they're, they're trying, they're, there's, they're not completely away. Yeah. Like there's still some some connection, but the right. thing is, I was reading it and it makes no difference for retailers because everything is still non-returnable. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like for them, it makes no difference whatsoever. But I'm just glad that Diamond's getting getting oh, uh, yeah. taking one on the chin. Now the thing I feel bad for is, although it doesn't stop other publishers from doing this, is that a lot of the smaller publishers like it's going to be a lot tougher because you figure Diamond's going to really downsize a lot from what they were. Uh, they're going to have to. Well, it's going to have to be. What will happen probably is other. Is, it could open the door for other distri- uh, distribution, I guess. Yeah. But again, the question is how many comic shop owners are going to thumb through 14 different distributor right. catalogs every month? Because, I, I mean, I, when I was coming out with um, uh, William Last with Antarctic Press, uh, the comic shop guy here in town said it's a good thing that uh, it's Antarctic Press. Because by the time we get to V and, and, and Valiant and all that, we're Lose really interest. tired. Yeah. yeah, he's just like it's like that kind of thing. It's like you're physically flipping through a book and you're just getting tired. Yeah, yeah, that which is a shame. Yeah, uh, because there's some awesome stuff near the end of the previews, but um, but yeah, it's it like I've heard a lot of things about it, and there's obviously pluses and minuses to all of it. Like one of the things I've heard plus wise is that, um is that Penguin Random House has a much farther reach. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. So they can get stuff not just to comic shops, but you're talking like a lot of other avenues can open up uh, mm-hmm. for comics to get into other areas, which is what comics want. That's what comic publishers want. They want distribution to grow. Um, yeah. You know, I, I love my comic shop, 
and I don't want anything bad to happen to them, but you can't have your entire industry going to all just comic shops. Like it just yeah, can't. that was that was a mistake. Yeah, you know? but I mean, getting getting the the, the impulse buy comic at the checkout line yeah. is where where comics grow. Yeah, and um, I'm sure there's probably some creators that are not happy about this, but from what I've heard, uh, Penguin Random House has not put up with uh, lateness. Uh, either. Ah, well, you mean it's going to actually have to be a, a business now? Yeah, they're actually going to have to run like a business. I know it's shocking, right? Yeah. Um, but I was like, on my side of it, as as a um, consumer, like, hopefully it means I don't have to deal with late titles as much, right? Um, yeah. And you know, hopefully it also weeds out some of the people that are being late because they're being late, not because like oh unforeseen circumstances like i feel bad if someone has something in their life come up but i can't tell you how many times i've heard about creators being late on stuff just because they were late like yeah yeah and, and things are built in like i know the the editors and the schedule things are built in to sure. where they, they 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 always give you the the deadline and it's like well where's the real deadline right right because they always give you the early one so when it gets late there's some serious stuff that messed up yeah yeah and or somebody just was not somebody was not doing their job what they're supposed to be doing yeah um but yeah so i was just like well okay I, I like that um you know like you said i like the idea that oh you're gonna run it like an actual business well that's <laughs> that's not a bad that's not a negative now like i said the downside of it is i don't know what's going to happen with some of the smaller publishers that are still going through diamond um and i heard something like they can like comic shops and everything else can still get Marvel titles through diamond, but yeah, it's a roundabout like way and it's going to cost them more anyway. So no one's going to want to do that anyways, because they're going to have to pay diamond so much to get it. And penguin, from what I heard, penguin random house does not charge for shipping. Oh, so, okay. well. so why you would go through diamond then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. If you're not charging anyone for shipping. So yeah, but that's the thing. It's just the, the real, I mean, I like comic shops. I like going to comic shops. Oh yeah. But again, uh, running an industry like a business, it's like it's not it's not healthy. It's like you you I don't know. You need yeah. to be able to buy those books without having to go out of your way to buy the book. It's like can you imagine? It's like um, well, I got to go to the shampoo shop. Right. Yeah. You know, what? Who? What? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Get that stuff at Walmart. What are you doing? Yeah. So yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> But yeah, the it's um and like I said, I love my comic shop. They're they're awesome. But they but the guy that runs it, like the guy that runs it is Captain America. I'm telling you that right now. Like he's a firefighter. Plus he's like he loves comics. Like he's just a good guy. Like he, mm -hmm. he embraces the the local businesses around him and everything else, and they all work together. Like it, he's he's like I think they were actually ranked in like the top ten comic shops in the country. Oh okay. Um, but he's just a good dude. And, but he's, a, he's a business guy. Like he, he found, he actually got recognized by Facebook because he utilized Facebook during the pandemic to help keep his business afloat. Yeah. Um, he did like live auctions and things like that, uh, that not a lot of people were really doing until the pandemic. Um, uh -huh. and, uh, but like I said, he's, he's, he's a, good business guy he just he knows he knows the industry and he and when i've talked with him he's always positive too which is tough to do in the industry too right um like when i talked to him like so what you know when dc left i was like so you know how's that gonna impact you guys and he goes 
oh, we'll figure it out. We always do. And that was it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this is a big pain in the ass. I'm going to bitch and moan about it. It was, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll make sure you yeah. guys get your titles. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> got to do. Right. You don't, you mean you don't go on Twitter and just like. Oh, uh, you only go on Twitter rant. when your Adobe uh, uh, Premiere quits working because of an update. Like I did. <laughs> I don't. I don't contact uh, uh, tech support. I just whine on Twitter, and then tech support comes to me because <laughs> that's what happened. Well, I've I've i found that that's what you're supposed to do. That's how you make changes happen. Is just yeah, yeah. Rant and you gotta rant. you gotta be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not my small part. Is tweeting about Adobe. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I was just kind of curious, like from uh, uh, I, and I don't know, especially with the pandemic, how much like contact you have with a lot of other creators i just didn't know if like that has caught that change in marvel has caused any type of ripple effect that you've heard of uh, i haven't i haven't heard hardly anything i mean most of the, my artist friends at this point are doing crowdfunded stuff yeah um and and that's its own it has its own challenges anyway but yeah. um but yeah i don't know i don't know i don't you know i don't i don't read a lot of like twitter stuff that artists and and, and yeah you know think because it's just it's not fun. <laughs> no, it's usually just angry stuff. Like I, I want to follow some creators because I'd like to hear what they're working on. And then I hear them ranting and raving about stuff. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to follow you anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just don't even, I barely check my timeline. I, I post things and I look at my mentions and then I, I just kind of do my thing. Right. And, like yeah. I like seeing yeah. yours cause yours are usually either, Hey, here's my artwork or Hey, here's something funny and stupid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that pretty much sums me up. So you know, right. this is what you get. <laughs> This is why you became a host. Yeah. <laughs> here's Opens artwork. all kinds of doors. <laughs> here's my artwork, and here's me being funny and stupid. That's what. <laughs> here's some stupid artwork. Post my podcast. Um. So yeah, I, like I said, I'm just curious to see what the future is going to hold. Uh, and and like, I don't know, because I feel like. DC doesn't really know what they're doing. I feel like Marvel doesn't really know what nope. they're doing. They're still trying to no, figure out like how how I feel like they're still trying to figure out how this industry works that we're all still trying to figure out too. <laughs> nobody. It well, was the biggest uh, uh, revelation when you grow up that nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's just making it up as they go along. Oh yeah, I've said that literally to my dad. I said to him, I was like, you know, I think it was when I was 35. I called him up the one day and I says, you know, when you were when. I, when you were 35, I think I was eight years old and I thought you knew everything. And now that I'm 35, I realize you knew nothing. And he just started cracking up because he knew I was true. That was true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that, that's the thing. It's like you, you grow up and you're like, okay, when am I going to start knowing everything? And, and then, but then you start seeing stuff like people in whether it's business or whatever, like high levels. And then you start, you're like they really don't know what they're doing. No, like, nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody's just making it up. Yeah, well, I I've said that like I work in a call center and I've got people that call up for assistance and stuff like that. Agents that call up for assistance and they'll talk to me and they're like, "Well, can I do this?" And I'm like, "Well, sure." And they're like, "Okay," like they're they're calling me as if I have some book that they don't have. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, what was your problem again? Okay, let me look up the the solution for that. And I've flat out told them, like, look, I'm making this shit up. I just sound confident doing it. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing. Isn't there like a uh, a Star Trek Next Generation episode where where uh, Picard and and Crusher are kind of connected psychically in a situation? And he's like, she's like, well, which way do we go? And he's like, this way. And she's like, wait, 
you actually have no idea what <laughs> where you're what you're doing. And he's like, no, but I'm supposed to look like I am. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's pretty much life. <laughs> yep, yep. That's as long as you seem confident, people will follow you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how people lose billions of dollars. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I've been doing this podcast for 11 years. I still not sure how how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I knew how to, if I knew how to do it, I would. This is what I'd be doing for a living because there's yeah. people that do that, but I'm not one of them. You could be the Joe Rogan of comics. <laughs> right. I could be. I'm not though. Because <laughs> not, why? Not why? At all. You you and Elon Musk talking about Spider Man smoking a doobie. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> sure. If, if he has enough doobies, it might happen. <laughs> right. Just tell him you're Joe Rogan, and he'll be like, Oh. I don't okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a ride on your spaceship? Can I ride in your space Tesla? <laughs> that blows up every time it lands. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I like him just because, you know, oh, it, yeah. it's, it's like he's, if somebody was saying one time, I was like, you know, if, if we go to Mars, it's going to be Elon Musk or somebody like that who just has money to burn and is willing to just blow some rockets up. Right. I, I like him too because at least he's somebody that's like, hey, let's try some crazy shit and see if it works. Yeah. <laughs> And like yeah. you said, he's got the money to do it, so why not? Yeah. So let, let me see those those rockets land like duck dodgers. <laughs> that's what I want to. That's my favorite thing when those things come back down and actually land. It's like ah, oh, it's like I'm living in a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one did actually land. It just blew up seconds later. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there was a couple of them that 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 landed in sync perfectly, and I'm yes. like, there it is. Yep. That's oh, yeah. what I'm talking about. And some, then I need the little time. conveyor belt. Thing that comes yeah. out of the door, and then like somebody <laughs> little figure, he yeah. just put a fake figure up at first, right? Down. <laughs> I will laugh down. my ass off if we get Martian the Manhunter, or not Martian oh. Manhunter, uh, Marvin the Martian. Yeah, coming down. yeah, yeah. When, you, when you listen to this, Elon, do that, <laughs> right? Because you know he's listening. Yeah, yeah, probably. As soon as his name, right now. he probably has software. As soon as his name's mentioned, <laughs> it like routes right to him. So. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about like the podcast once it's posted. I'm talking about like right now. Oh yeah, yeah. He's listening right now. He's, <laughs> he's, he's able like, to you know, tune in. Yeah. He's got that big console, like he's Batman in a Batcave, and it's like just pops up whenever he's mentioned on right, the screen. Exactly. So, so uh, going back to the Thunder Punch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elon, back yeah. me. Back, back it. <laughs> when I get up to seventy-five thousand, so Brian has to make a video. Yeah. Yeah, make me make me uh make me work and and cry. <laughs> but uh, I assume, I mean, not that you're gonna say anything otherwise, but I assume you're pretty happy with how it's it has started at least. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it was always a little. I was saying because the first campaign did really well. I think it was up to like by the end forty four yeah. uh, thousand, and I'm like, well, if the sec if the second one does as good or better, I'm onto something. But if it flops miserably. Then what am I doing with my life? Um, <laughs> it'll be an existential crisis. No, nah, but um, yeah, this is a uh, this is about where I was, I think, with the first one the first week. I know the, I know I hit 10k pretty quick the first one. Okay. Uh, so a lot of people are coming in, and and I'm just kind of you know the, the the first I think I'm quickly getting that after that first week. You know, you hit the 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 part where it's just like the desert. Yes. And it's like trickles in, and then yes. in the last week it bumps back up. So now I'm in that phase where. I'm trying to um, uh, do ads like so. So I, I, this is the first time I've ever done a, a bought a, a YouTube ad. Like I'm getting the trailer to okay. go on, and you can go through and select like people's specific channels to put it on. Okay. So I've gone through some people I know and some other channels I watch, and I was like, I'm gonna test it out with I don't know, 150 bucks. See what happens. 
that was yesterday. Has not played once. Like, oh, wow. and it's an auction. I'm like, maybe it's just maybe it's I'm too cheap. <laughs> maybe that's it. <laughs> so I'm like, would you just play this thing at least one time? Right, right. <laughs> so that's where I am now. I'm trying to figure out how to how to make it. You know, how to advertise it without me being awake. Well, that's I did uh, the Facebook ads. Yeah, and yeah, I had I had a few people that saw it and let me know that they saw it, which was cool. Um, I'm like, good, it's hitting the right people. Um, cause it was all my geeky friends that found it. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I, but I, much like you're saying, like, I felt like I didn't put enough into it. I really just did like one of the cheapest things just to test it out, to play with it. I think I got one backer out of it. Um, yeah. so, but again, it was my own thing of like, I didn't really put it out there for, you know, to really reach too big of an audience. Cause I just right. wanted to test it out. So, so I'll take the one backer. That's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, take, what um, you, take what you get. Right. And I saw it too. So, but I was like, are you just showing it to me just so I think that I've seen it? <laughs> yes. Oh, look, we're showing it around. Right. Some money. Right. But like I said, I did have people tell me they saw it. So I was like, okay, they, they saw it. But again, are you just hitting my friends? Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. I don't know. Mar- the whole marketing thing and what works. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and then the funny thing is I did get one. I, l- luckily, I did find that you have control over the, at least on Facebook, as far as like uh, if people comment underneath it and stuff like that, which uh-huh. I I didn't know that at first. But somebody commented underneath it and said some nasty stuff. And uh-huh. and I was like, then I, I, I was like, I'm not getting in a fight. And I, was, I just deleted the comment. But I really wanted to be like, then just don't buy it. Why do you have to comment nasty stuff underneath Oh, it? Yeah. yeah. That's good. <laughs> it's, it's always fun when someone goes out of their way to say something stupid. And you're like, because when I see things I don't like, I just go on about my, de- my day. Right. I'm like, why are you sitting there saying like the, the things to people that you don't know? Right. Like, I don't. I don't understand it. I, I, I just assume they're eleven years old. Right. Well, yeah. I. I had it. I've mentioned this on the show before too. Like it was this. It's this concept that we had back in the nineteen eighties. It was called change the channel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you saw something you didn't like. You changed the channel. <laughs> right. And if you said something nasty to somebody, you're going to get punched. Right. <laughs> It was a simpler time. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a nice time. And if Good. you want to go back to a simpler time, back Gunship Thunder That's Punch. right. That's right. <laughs> don't leave a nasty comment. No, don't leave a nasty comment. But, but, but you know, you can get some, get some an album and a comic. Not just a comic, a book. Well, now that you're going to have the music with it, it's not even just going to be a book. It's going to be an experience now. That's right. That's <laughs> the experience. i got to remember that word. And isn't That's that... Good. Isn't that what we all want? We we don't want just like something to read. We don't want just something to watch. We want the experience. That's right. And I'm going to use experience when I'm promoting it from now on. There you go. See ya. So just remember where you got that from. Oh, I will. Well, I'll send you your, your dollar fifty in the. <laughs> I was going to say mail. you can you can send me uh, my commission, which is uh, off of zero dollars, is uh, still zero dollars. Right. <laughs> because that's how much that advice is worth. Uh, <laughs> going to put me over the edge right <laughs> the tipping point using the word experience experience right um but no like i said i i really truly have enjoyed it um i love the art book art books also i know uh grub mentioned it last time he was on here that it, it's one of his favorite art books that he's gotten i will second that huh. um that there's a reason it's right here next to me is because when my day is slow it's fun to look through it i've looked through it hundreds of times but it's just fun because 
and I don't know if it's this, you know, the storyteller in me, but it's like I look at the stuff that you drew, and I I get stories in my head as far as like what what happened to cause this drawing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with this character? What you know, you know, there's the Cobra Commander with the uh, the um, full on nightgown. Oh, the nightshirt. Yeah, <laughs> the nightshirt. Yeah. yeah, that's that's comedy gold right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as so, hit me up. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, like I said, you, if you back Gunship Thunder Punch, you can get the art books, you can get the first book. Um, it is, it, it is a lot of fun. It's, uh, in all sincerity, I know we've been joking around and stuff like that, but it is a really fun book to read. Um, and, uh, and like I said, I, and I know people might say, like, uh, you said you couldn't put it down. But you know, it's it's a graphic novel. It's a comic book. It probably was a quick read. It's not a quick read, um, in a good way. I it's not like it was a slog to get through or anything oh. like that. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, okay. but like like it's it's not something that you're just going to quickly go through. It's there's a lot to look at. There's a lot to read. There's a lot going on. So um, and like I said, I mean that all in the best ways possible. So um, I hope people will back this. I hope people will support it. If you didn't get in on it on the first time, it is you can get the first one with this one. So um, you have absolutely no excuse. That's right. That's right, people. No excuses. So, and it's, it's very affordable. Uh, You guys all got your stimulus checks. I know you did (laughs) (laughs) use just a little bit of that for this or a lot of bit of it. I don't care. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's, there's some good, big rewards out there. You can get a lot of it. (laughs) This is true. So, uh, so Brian, how can they, how can they find you? Uh, cause I know everything will lead them to gunship, uh, if they can find you. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, Brian underscore Shearer. Um, you can find me on Instagram the same way. You can go to Brian dash Shearer.com. And if you, nothing else, you can just go into Google and type Brian Shearer comics or art or something. And I'm probably, I know I'm the first person to show you. Are. Yeah, you are. Because so. every once in a while, I like to look up people I know and just see what's coming up under them. You know, if you're in any scandals uh-huh. or anything like that going on. Yeah. So. <laughs> there is a Brian Shearer apparently that uh, that uh, um, was dishonorably discharged uh, from the army for something, and he's like from South Carolina or something. Okay. I'm like, great. That's what I need. What you should look up is Brian Shearer, Florida man, and see yeah. if you get anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Because that's sometimes fun. Sometimes it's just fun to look up Brian, Florida man, and just I'm do that. that up. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on a day when I'm feeling low, I'll just do that. Right. You'd be like, well, it could be worse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> could be on meth and then yeah. living in Florida. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find us at uh, starjoes.com. Uh, you can email us starjoespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, there's a fan page and a group page and uh if you ask to join the group page i'll approve it as soon as i can uh unless you're one of those bots out there then i will not um and you can tell um but uh and then you can uh, also follow us on instagram there's a youtube channel which like i said i gotta do a better job of but there are two new videos they're not that old on there uh just the material that i covered in them are old so (laughs) but they're still worth watching damn it <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, uh, if you go to starjoes.com though and look at this episode, there will be, uh, if you're having any hard time finding Brian Shear, which we've already told you is not hard to do, but if you're having a hard time and, but you can type in Star Joe's podcast, 
uh, or starjoes.com. Sorry, I already screwed it up there. Uh, you can type in starjoes.com. Uh, under this episode will be the link to uh, be able to back up the Indiegogo for Gunship Thunder Punch Book 2. Uh, and like I said, get Book 1. Uh, or if you already have Book 1, get Book 2 and the variant cover for Book 2. That's right. That's By Robert Atkins. Right. So you can support both the, the work of both guys So mm-hmm. uh, by doing that. So, um, And there's original art available. There's all, all kinds of goodies So uh, for any price range that you can think of. So, uh, But with that, we'll go ahead. Do you know how to close the episode? Um, do you know the tagline? I, I know I've heard it, but I can't. I can't remember. I'll it. just. I'll just go ahead and do it this time. This is your learning lesson. On the job training. <laughs> That's what we call this. So, with that, we'll go ahead and close the episode by saying the force will be with you because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. See ya.